0: Grace Domicilum International presents The Word of His Grace with Apostle Jacobs.
1: Christian can make it to overcome this world. You can be born again, but to overcome this world is something different. And no believer can overcome this world without the power of the gospel, you can't. If you are far. From the word of God, it will become almost impossible to overcome this world. The key to overcome the world is to have the word of his grace in your spirit, which will build you and expose you to your inheritance in him. Because there is an inheritance. God is my heritage.
0: Now, receive the word of his grace. All throughout
1: the Bible... Especially in the New Testament, there is only one affliction the Bible talks about. The Bible or God approves of a certain kind of affliction, and it is called light affliction. See after me. Come on. Light affliction. The Bible says, the light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us an eternal weight of glory. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse number 17. In that moment, it worketh for us. It produces the result of an eternal weight of glory. And this is not something only for the earth. It is not something only for this generation. You cannot enjoy this eternal weight of glory only in 2019 or 2020. It is something that will be with you for the rest of your life, living or dead. Because it is an eternal, eternal, eternal weight of glory. And this is the only affliction that God approves of. In fact, this affliction comes into every believer's life. And it is a light affliction, and the end result of this affliction is not to destroy, but it is to build in you capacity, supernatural capacity. Psalm 119, verse number 71. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy status. He says, It is good that I have been afflicted, so that I will exist, that I might learn. Thy status. So this affliction draws men unto God, it draws men into deeper fellowship with Him. It is a good affliction, it draws you into deeper realm of God's glory. Sometimes when I see believers complaining about a good affliction that has come their way because they don't know the difference. And they are battling it. You can never defeat a good affliction when it comes on you. You can never defeat it with warfare, prayer, points, and whatever and whatever. You can never do that. A good affliction is for a moment, and at the end, you see that you have become a better person than you were. You see that at the end. You have learned and you have walked into certain dimensions in God. And anybody that will stand against this thing can never have deeper walk with God. You cannot read your Bible to the point that a good affliction will not show. You cannot pray to the point that a good affliction will not show. Your fasting cannot stop a good affliction. It is part of the divine package or part of the new life. The apostles were afflicted. But the Bible says the more they were afflicted, the more they grew. Listen, in the history of the church of Christ, after Jesus passed, uh, Jesus translated into the new heavens, the next thing, common thing that was seen and heard among the disciples were many afflictions. Just when one affliction ended, another one will come. Yet... of these afflictions if you study the Bible carefully you see that all these afflictions moved them to greater heights of glory it's translated them from one dimension of the glory to another dimension when Peter was arrested and the whole church was panicking how come our pastor or one of our senior pastors has been arrested Bible says this affliction. Because of this affliction, some of the disciples gathered together to pray because they saw what happened to James. And this time around, when they prayed, the hand of God was revealed graciously. That Peter was released out of prison by an angel. They saw another side of God. So much, so much that. When Peter even returned to them, those who were praying for him, when Peter knocked and a young girl opened the door, saw Peter, closed the door, ran back to them say, Hey, I've seen Peter. Those that were praying for Peter to come, they doubted it was Peter. He said, No, it cannot be Peter. Maybe it's angel. They were praying. Yet, they doubted what was happening at the door. Because they did not know that dimension God cannot answer prayer this fast. things cannot happen like this no 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 we don't have any connection that can they were praying, but hoping that God will use a good connect to bring Peter out or God will use a good lawyer to bring Peter out but whilst they were praying God had denied God had rejected any lawyer he had rejected any good connect and said I am stepping into this case myself I am revealing myself to you in another another, a new way that you are Never seen, I'm introducing another side of me to you. The whole purpose for this affliction is so that you see another side of me. I pray to God that you don't run away from Him. I pray in the name of Jesus that the light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for GDI, it is working for Pillar of Fire, night, it is working for somebody, an eternal weight of glory. A time is coming. This same pillar of fire will move crowds from all over the world because she has gone through the faith and cannot receive glory upon your life. So there is a time you don't really have good understanding of what is going on. It is a good affliction oh god how come this thing is so important to me this school is so important to me this marriage is so important to me this what is important to you may not be important to God and it can be the best means for the father to enter into your life to now introduce another side he said Abraham the god, the boy that I gave you the one you love so much I've asked you to son to send away your only possible heir That was Ishmael. Because I promised you of a son. And I'll give you that son. And after I have given you that son. I have now come in. Then leave the son that I've given you. Take him somewhere. Go and sacrifice him unto me. Abraham took everything and went. No matter what he went through. In that three day journey. He saw another side of God. That God can step into this life. And he can produce a lamb. where. There shouldn't be a lamb he can produce he can make provision where provision or where there is scarcity are you getting me at all on that mountain there was scarcity on that mountain there was inadequate provision but when god stepped on the mountain he says exactly what you need which is a lamp i have provided it on this at the same place are you getting me at all so your affliction will drive you from one place and take you to a place where you will be made better. Some of us, if not for some good affliction that came our way and passed on and walk with God, we wouldn't have entered into certain dimensions of prayer. We wouldn't have seen God move a certain way. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will give you understanding into these matters that you will stop complaining and murmuring and learn to walk with God because if he has sent that affliction, I tell you and I promise you, it is for your good, it is for your transformation. It is for your elevation. It is for your eternal weight of glory. Receive the wisdom of God. Praise God. And truth is, you can sow every seed, but when the time for that affliction is not up, your seed cannot drive it away. That also doesn't mean that your seed is useless to God your seed is a good response to god it is like abraham was told to bring a son and he took his son not knowing what was going to happen he just took his son and went along but what god wanted and what god actually was going to use was not his son but he said just bring it so what god really needs is not your seed but that he wants to use that moment to push you into another dimension this is the only kind of affliction approved and the psalmist said It is good. I call it a good affliction because the psalmist said, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. You're reading your Bible, you're praying, but you'll be afflicted. That I might learn that status. So the affliction moment causes you to learn, not learning by reading, by learning by revelation. Sometimes we take things so easy that we only lose, that we end up losing great things because we are too light. We take things too normal and easy. And we end up losing them. The first miscarriage came because people were not conscious. Probably because you were not conscious. Probably because you were not very serious. But the second one did not come. Because after the first one, you woke up. Praise God. This is the God kind of affliction. So if there's anything going on in your life which is an affliction and it is too much. Beyond a moment. And it's driving you into destruction. You ought to wake up. Because that is not a good affliction. Praise God. The book of Job. Chapter 30 verse 16. And now my soul is poured out upon me. He says my soul is poured out upon me. The days of affliction have taken hold upon me. The days of affliction taken hold upon me. In other words, I am held back by the days of affliction. Now, the evil affliction is caused by Satan, caused by demons. And this affliction is also, I wrote that I said, there are days of affliction are preventive days in a man's life. That means when you are going through days of affliction, and days, it can match up to a week. So it could be seven days for a week. It could be 31 days for a month. It could be 365 days. Are you getting me at all? Now Days of... So as long as this affliction stays, it will prevent you from moving forward. So the days of affliction are also preventive days. Days where a man is prevented. A man is prevented from the glory of God. A man is prevented from the manifestation of his destiny. A woman is prevented from her progress. A woman is prevented from what is supposed to lift her up. You are prevented days of affliction. So everything about you will be disengaged by diabolical and evil means. You see, some people don't even know evil when evil is going on. Some people are so ignorant that when evil is going on, they don't even understand that this is evil until they meet a prophet, until they meet a man of God, until they even have a dream. Some people are living in problems and they don't know. And let me show you something. Signs are very, very powerful. Every situation of life has its signs, good or bad. If you understand some of the signs of some of the situations of life, signs speak truth and signs are faithful servants of God. They do not lie. So before you are told or see in a dream that evil is going on, look around you and see the sign. You will know that I am prevented from getting into this dimension. Something is holding something back. In that particular month, you realize that no, In this particular month, nothing that I do makes progress or get brings out good result. Something is so Then you understand. So if you if you have deep understanding into science and you 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 have value for science, you will see what God is showing you or what God graciously will reveal to you through signs. Signs of affliction may be going on in the person's life and. He, He will never give attention to those signs until he meets a prophet. That is a low life. That is a low walk in Christ. It is a low walk. You see, meeting prophets for prophets to always tell you what is going on eh, every now and then. It is one of the lowest walk in the spirit. When men cannot walk in the highways of the spirit... And they abound in the lower realms of the spirit. That is where you have to meet a prophet every day to get revelations of your life. What God is saying. What God wants to do. It is because you are caught up in the lower rain. If not, he says, in the last days, I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Are you getting me at all? And some shall see what? Visions. And some shall dream. So it is the out pouring of the holy ghost are you getting me at all the outpouring of the spirits of god upon all flesh causes men to see so for you to see you don't need the title of a prophet when you walk in the deeper when you have a deeper walk in the outpouring spirit of god if you understand how to walk in the outpouring spirit you will catch visions and see deep things concerning you When I want to see things, what do I have to do? It is so simple. Let me just enter into prayer. There is a realm of prayer that when you pray and get to you begin to see things about yourself you begin to see everything listen to me there is a realm you pray to it's as if you have put on a special spectacle which now reveals everything that is hidden yet is very close to you are you getting me at all you'll be dying next two days if you are graciously you are graciously helped by heaven to pray two days before the day of your death I'm telling you you can switch are you getting me at all because prayer moves men into deeper revelations of the spirit. And you save your life and save yourself. Are you getting me? Hmm. Job chapter 36 verse number 8. And if they be bound in fetters and beholden in cords of affliction. So we are also seeing cords of affliction. If they be bound by fetters and holding in cords of affliction. So, some people, too, now, out of the word affliction, you get trouble, distress, imprisonment, distraction. So, he says, some people are bound by the cause of many troubles. Now, watch this. On the day, I remember one day, I was supposed to go and meet my father, Apostle Obed. Now, it has, this thing had not happened once. For about, on about three occasions, any time I was ready to go and see him, on my way, something will happen to my car the car will just mess up and i have to stop when i stopped i left the car i'm a spiritual man what is car what is car to my meeting i dropped that car somewhere and took a taxi and then got to where i was i wanted to go and the meeting i had with the man was gracious another time just on my way i had another appointment on my way same month Same month. These things happened in about two months. Had another appointment. And on my way, almost the same area, something happened, which I knew was properly fixed. The car wasn't an old car, a bad car. No. But something happened. And I dropped the car, locked it, and I left for the meeting. Then on the third time. Now, in all these situations, I knew. I had understanding of how these things are. You see, sometimes to overcome demons in certain situations, what helps you to overcome demons well is your level of understanding. Now, what was that mess or fault in the car? What was the devil intending to do? Or what was it meant to do in my life? To delay and deny me that spiritual appointment that I had with the grace of God upon a man. Are you getting me at all? And Around these times, it was when I had gone to him by revelation to submit under his covering. So, in, in these three meetings, all these three meetings were about whether I will be accepted or whatever. These three meetings were around it. So, the first one was when I was going to see it. Second one, okay, meet me on this day. Then, after that day, third one, okay, come this day. So, the third one was the day that it was affirmed. me that okay you have been received and I was prayed for and I came under his covering the devil knew how important coverings are so all of these projections were sent as afflicting points afflicting points to come in to stop the agenda of heaven over a man because if what if they are unable to stop that thing to happen they will not get access into me they will not get access around me anymore and i will be able to be i will be properly aligned so that what god wants me to see and where god wants me to be i can rightly be there but if they trouble it and i don't have understanding and that foolish material thing becomes more important to me than the spiritual thing that is happening then i will lose it on that day are you getting me at all and what is supposed to happen graciously for me wouldn't happen so there are certain dimensions of demonic activities you if you pray and you lack understanding you will still be defeated then there are situations if you also understand but you don't pray you cannot overcome are you getting me at all so i don't want you to get fixated you have to understand how this thing works i was caught up in a vision in a vision i saw as it were a barrier that had soldiers and policemen around it and they were heavily armed in the vision they stopped any man that wanted to cross that barrier now when i got to that on my way going there was no way for a man there was, no, there was no way you would not be seen, one. And there was no space except a very small space. So just when I was going, then I heard a voice in my spirit, in the vision. Then the voice said, wait. So the voice asked me to wait, and I, 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 I waited. While on the wait, I saw that the attention went on someone. As soon as the attention, those are the barrier, the attention went on someone, then the voice said to me, just use that small space. I almost said, ah, but no human being can go through through it. But just when I got there, I realized that the space was enough for a man to go through it. But before I got there, I saw it to be impossible for a human being to go through it. But just when I obeyed the voice and I went, the space was enough and I went through it. Just some weeks after this vision, I encountered a problem. And the way I went through this whole thing was ex- well, i just used the same method that i saw yet there is a kind jesus said it can only go by prayer and fasting yet in matthew chapter 13 he also explains when you read deeper he said there is a kind that only you that you can only overcome by understanding he said because they did not understand the devil came and took the good seed that was sown in their hearts for lack of understanding are you getting me at all now so, there are cords of affliction. And this is how it works. They are planted in the spirit. Your physical eye cannot see it. But these cords are connected to you and to all your movements. The cords create troubles. Flat tire. You are going for something very important. You have limited time. Then the set you are ironing. Strangely, strangely, you lose sight. And it, get, it gets it gets banned calculation affliction now if you don't understand how to deal with that situation at the moment it can delay you and deny you of something you're supposed to get now follow by means of the cause of affliction many christians do not pray and you don't you say, let me tell you something. some of you you think that oh some of these things are nat- natural occurrences i mean they're just normal circumstances Just at the prayer point. The devil knows where you want to pray because you you are always telling and talking. He will bring somebody your way. That is where a friend you have never seen for a long time and will not add anything to your life will just come and cross your way and stop your prayer point and your prayer time. You will not pray. And when you, you see, let me tell you something. You see, God is a God of appointments. There are Christians who don't know that some of the voices and the instructions that they get in their hearts, there are appointment moments with God can I tell you something the president Nana akufuado is my president right but as stance. do I have him come on talk to me quick do I have him I don't have him why I don't have appointment with him if I have appointment with the president um, in any hotel and then I am with him he is your president but I have him I have appointment with him I will know a lot from him I can receive anything from him whilst he is your president, i have him with me so now the difference is that sometimes god is everybody's god you love him he loves you but the difference and what will help you to receive and to work deeper in god are attention to the appointment meetings where he tells you pray at three o'clock then something comes to distract you 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 skip it from three you make it nine. the appointment was three what god wanted you to have was around this time nine pray you'll not get him i studied the life of jesus and i've seen that jesus behaved like a heartless person he caught my eye yesterday and i kept at it i was i pondered on the scriptures and on his lifestyle at dawn because there was a time that people were gathered together thousands of people to see him he did not have any respect for any of them he left all of them he didn't care about where they came from how much they spent to be there. Whatever. How much they spent. Who they were. What they had. Where they came from. Was not important to him as his time with God. So Bible says, whilst they were there. Jesus, he left them to go and pray. Ah, you see. The devil gets into our lives. And by satanic points. And projections. You think what Satan wants is your car? No. What Satan wants to steal is your special appointment time with God in the spirit. He knows, you see, it is not valuable to you, but he, but it is valuable to him. When you lose an appointment, you think you have, you've skipped it, you've rescheduled it, but the devil gets you at that moment. Now watch this. 3 p.m. You were to meet with God. What did God have for you? Healing and supernatural protection. He was going to give you a revelation of these things. He was going to move your hearts to pray for these things. Because today is day two. Because day six. Day six. The devil has programmed trouble for you. Sorry. Day six. Trouble. Sickness or disease. Whatever trap. Now watch this. Day three. So from day one, sorry. So between day one and day six, how many days is between? Five days. Four or five? Five days. Between day one and day six, four days. Now watch this. So day one, he wanted an appointment with you to move your heart to pray into these matters. You skipped. Day two, no appointment. Day three, no appointment. Day four, all these days nothing has happened. Day four, no appointment. Day five, he makes an appointment with you, 5 p.m. Moves your heart to pray. Recently, I was lying down and just three days ago. I was lying down and I felt in my heart, pray for your family. Just pray. And I was praying. I told my wife, I said, I just sense I should pray for all of you. So you to pray, I should pray for you. Just, I should spend time praying on you. And I burst into prayer. Now, I did not pray any other topic, but what I had in my spirit to pray about. Whatever is programmed ahead, I have dealt with it. Now watch this. So day five, you shifted it and prayed the sixth morning. You had no appointments. The sixth evening, 6 p.m., then the trouble sets you everything is disorganized your appointment gets (laughs) cancelled the one who was supposed to bring you the money changes his or her mind (laughs) i pity people who joke with church services and i I know we'll get there a lot of us must get there early because we cannot go empty in the future the great future that we want to have you cannot go with empty spirit you can't get there it will become false dreams Ah, i pity people who don't have understanding into spiritual matters and do not have value for spiritual matters now watch this so the six trouble sets him between day one and six the four days the devil eh when he peeps into that week that particular week and the things that will happen to you in that week then he begins to set cords of afflictions he makes those days days of what come on talk to me days of what Days of affliction then you see between those days. Little trouble against your prayer today. You don't value it. If it were to be your body, you go to hospital. But you don't know that that which stops you from praying eh? gives access to certain things against your spirit. Are you getting me at all? Something happened one day. We we're having a meeting at our old place. It was a program. And normally me when I have services and it rains, it is not all the time that I pray against it. No. This particular day. When it started raining, then I was moved in my heart Pray against this one. So I went to my office in front of the office, a room before the office. I prayed to a point and I received a note of victory in my heart. Although it was still raining, but I received a note of victory in my heart. And I stepped out. And for the first time, some hardened people who won't come to even church programs. I mean, people who don't come to programs are serious people. Because normally church service, they won't come, but programs, they will come. But people that were so hard, even programs, they won't come. I saw one guy with umbrella on his head running. I saw all the stubborn, hard people. I saw them trooping in in with umbrellas, some of them with cloths, other things, and the whole place was packed. There is a rain that causes harvest, and there is a rain that causes trouble. To me, on that day, that rain was a rain of trouble. Against the work, and we stopped it. Are you following? Courts. And he says, And if they be bound in fetters, so spiritually, there are people that are bound with fetters, spiritual fetters, and held where you are supposed to get to, not alone prayer, but they will set up. You see, sometimes let me tell you something. What I remember when we had a court case against church, and I was the one representing the church. When we drove to the court, I remember what happened. This were people that were angry we were also angry with them we were both angry and they took us to the court when we got there just when i saw them and we were going to park our car the holy ghost said to me when you see them smile and greet." two things as soon as we saw them and our car bypassed them and that's why people were so angry with me i mean somebody you have issues with and they have they were there earlier before us so what do you mean they're serious when i got there so i smiled smiled and i greeted them as soon as i smiled the man was very angry he was looking at me he looked at me whilst i was going and he also smiled and he shook his head now when we went to the courtroom he started the proceeding whilst we were there they engaged us they started i was holding my phone then one said hey pastor put your phone back or else they'll take it from you i would never been to the court. i didn't know that thing so he told me that was the first thing so thank you thank you the atmosphere of anger frustration offenses was broken by my smile and greeting you see courts of affliction create quarrels between you and good people you and people that should hold your hand to your place in destiny courts of affliction troubles that he creates for you some people magnify troubles because they are not spiritual you are so carnal. you reason about everything in the canal in the physical world that and and, and by so doing You are magnifying the problem because the answer is not in the physical. The answer is to hear, the the solution is in the spirit. You must hear from the Holy Ghost or you must discern or you must pick up a revelation, pick something, consult the doctor, consult the Bible. Are you getting me at all? You must pick up a verse, a scripture, a lesson you have learned in the Bible. That consult that lesson, Consult the word of God. Take the word of God bring it into the situation. That is the antidote. You will not magnify it, you will kill it. Can I tell you something? There are problems the devil puts into your hand and he says, Magnify it. Then the demons are around you, they're waiting for you to magnify it. When I was a boy, we used to magnify issues. The devil used us to magnify problems. But when we grew up in Revelation, oh, we've learned the power of patience, the power of humility, the power of forgiveness, the power Power of being strong and these realms of powers is what has broken and is still breaking the cords of affliction are you following let's read something again job chapter 36 the verse number 15. he delivereth the poor in his affliction so poverty is caused by affliction nothing causes poverty than trouble nothing causes poverty difficulties than trouble name anything The day of trouble brought Job down and he became a poor man because of trouble. Trouble entered into his business. The business came down. Boom! That means profits will go down. Trouble in his marriage. Trouble in his children. When poverty is hanging on you, eh, you have to be delivered. You need to go through deliverance to come out of poverty. He delivered the poor. So if you want to break out of poverty, eh, you have to be delivered now the deliverance comes in so many realms deliverance in your mind your mind has to be delivered from a poverty mentality by the word of god that is one then john talks about he said that your soul will prosper so that means your soul also has to be delivered from poverty then spiritually your spirit has to be delivered from the reign of poverty so that you can take spiritual steps that will guide you into prosperity. If you are not delivered any spiritual principle or instruction from the word of God, you will doubt it. You will fight the scriptures with reasons, strong reasons why you can't give, strong reasons why you cannot meditate on the word of God, strong reasons why you can't pay your tithe. you have strong reasons why you can't do certain things you must do spiritually to cause your prosperity. So poverty is a full sickness, dangerous enemy, and you have to be delivered from its power and claws. There are people who know it very well that they have to give, but they don't have grace enough in their spirit to believe the instructions. A lot of us, you give when you don't have money, make pledges, promises in your heart, say big things when you don't have money. I'll do this when I get money. I will give God this when I get money. I'll pay my tithe. I will never joke with it until the money begins to come in, until the success begins to come in. You now pick up a calculator, a spiritual calculator, in your mind, and you calculate to God that what you are going through it is so tight and so difficult you cannot pay your tithe. You need deliverance. If you don't go through deliverance for your spirit to be caught up into the word, listen, Bible says they gave even in their poverty. In their poverty, they gave. It is the only way to break out of the thing. The way out is not to keep. The Bible says, there is he that scatters and gets more. And there are those that also keep and they lose everything. So the power of poverty. If you don't want to be one, begin to work hard. Towards was breaking out and entering into financial freedom. Because one of the things that is causing so much severe pain on Christians, on the minds of believers, that you know, but you can't do it, is poverty. Poverty will steal your joy. It can steal your praises. It can steal your happiness. It can steal your life. It can take away. It can rob you of a good mentality and lead you into murder, distraction, gossip, anger, envy, jealousies, poverty. See someone's close, you are angry. See someone's success, you are bitter. You're always complaining, not getting complaining. It is poverty. Poverty. You will beg where you're not supposed to beg. You'll be reduced to nothing. That is what poverty does. Those of us that are still entertaining poverty because of little, little tithes, small, small offerings you're supposed to give, Certain sacrifices you are supposed to make. You cannot make those sacrifices. What you are doing in the spirit is that once you are comforting yourself with so many reasons, you are delaying your entrance into financial freedom. You are delaying it. I don't want to be reduced. Poverty can drag you. Drag you. Poverty can make you insult people. You become angry with good people, offended. Somebody laughs. You think they are laughing at you, but it's not you. You become angry. Poverty. Be delivered in jesus name yes. receive your deliverance in the name of jesus yes. poverty will delay the speed of your thinking and will break your intelligence and your capacity you see one of the things that i've seen is that you see christianity is not an entertaining hall where you are there to entertain yourself with scriptures you are there to entertain yourself with preaching a lot of us christians today do you know what we do watch, watch my eyes do you know what we do today a lot of us in church We only entertain ourselves with the messages. We scream, we yell, we shout, we write, but we don't believe in what we write, what we shout at, what we yell at, what we receive. The many I receive, I receive. At the end of it all, people are still getting poor. What did you receive? What did you take? I take it, take it, I take it, receive it, I receive it. After many months, poverty is causing you many trouble You are still struggling. Yes, upon you. What have you been receiving? You have been receiving empty airs because what you received, you did not put to work. You entertained yourself with it. And I pity pastors. And I bless God. I bless God for those that raised me. Also caused me to raise my sons well. Non-paying tithes and church leaders will become pain in the neck of the senior pastor and the entire church. They will now sell gossip to eat setbacks to remain relevant but that is not the order of god when you are blessed as a keyboard it's a drama and god is able to bless you financially ah you're looking for how to bless your pastor you're looking for how to sow into his life but when poverty strickens you and keeps you down like a dead man you're also looking for how You see deceit in a good man. Someone that has raised you with the word of God for many years. You see an arm robber in him. You see a deceit. You see deceit in him. You will see a cheat in him. You will see many things you are not supposed to see. That spectacle is the spectacle of poverty. I pray for you. Listen. Poverty will lead you into many temptations. Young girl, if you're a woman, don't become poor. Don't dream of poverty. Because a poor woman is a problem to society. When a woman becomes poor, she now gathers all her influences because a woman is an is a great influence great influence on society the power of a woman so she will not get the look for all the influential points that she has all the things that she knows and she will gather them as an arsenal against anything that she can get money out for so a poor woman is a big big problem a poor wife will dishonor her husband a poor Boss will treat everybody with evil. Poverty is not a good spirit. Poverty is an enemy. Poverty will lead you to the temptation of stealing. I've seen people steal who didn't want to steal. But poverty, they were tempted by poverty. So they stole. They committed certain crimes they didn't want to. They cheated people, did bad things to people, cheated on their. cheated. Just so they would make money. Poverty is not a good master entertain that spirit hallelujah there is you see please please psalm 106 verse number 44 nevertheless he regarded their affliction he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry bb says
0: he regarded
1: their trouble praise god (laughs) look at something psalm 107 verse 41 my goodness He setteth he, the poor, on high from affliction. Where does he set him from? From affliction. So that means the only thing that has stopped some people from flying high is affliction. I read a book and the book told me 95% of businessmen fail. It says if 100 people start businesses, only 5 will make it. It says only 5 will make it. Yesterday I read something on the internet. I think I shared it. That there's a, 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 there's a history in Ghana I heard it on the internet that in, in an interview there's a history in Ghana that no Ghanaian company has grown above 50 years. between starting points up to 50 years it will fail. No Ghanaian company. You see I don't like to I don't like to complain. I don't like to complain on social media, Facebook those things I don't complain there but there's something I commonly see it is true. We Ghanaians, Africans, especially Ghanaians we don't appreciate our own people cut people one day we're having a partnership seat and someone was complaining somewhere i have partners he saw it that i have partners he's angry that i have partners i have people who are loyal to me with their seed money and are connected to me they believe in me they believe that i am anointed that i'm a man of god and they are they partnered with my ministry to ease the burden on my shoulders Someone is angry. Someone is offended. It is true. Our own people are like that. Even when you dress, pastor, they are angry, frustrated. You are a thief. People are so suspicious that it is because of pastors some people don't want to give. Yet at the detriment of their own lives. People of God, wake up. Look at this. He says, He setteth he, the poor, sorry, yet setteth he, the poor, on high from affliction. That means right from affliction. If you're able to break out of affliction, you are going to your highways. And make it him families like a flock. That means God expands him. So the only thing that is standing against you, walking in the highways of life and influence, and what is denying you abundance, the pivotal agent or the pivotal thing is affliction. If you rise from the bed of affliction, Bible says you will be set on high. You'll be set up high. That means affliction or many troubles and distresses organized by demons is what delays people's entrance to their high levels. So you steady to get there, affliction will break it. You make relationships to get you there, but afflictions will come against the relationship. It will die. The relationship will break. You and that businessman, boom, You and that businesswoman, boom. You and that pastor, boom. Because they don't want you to get high. Affliction. A day to someone's wedding, he died. A week to a pastor's wedding, he died. Affliction. Young man built his, I hear a pastor who died recently, built his own house. Young man, single, working hard, winning souls, doing crusade. He He has just died like that. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, we will let him go to the school. But to get him high after school, we will show him where Pepe is. I curse that in Jesus' name. We will we'll let him get the job. But in the office, we will frustrate him. He will write his own resignation letter. I curse that in the name of Jesus. Oh, we will allow him to get connected. But we will create trouble for him. We will create sickness. Huh? Afflictions caused by sickness can stop you. Will create sickness for him. He will be sick, so that the school, everything that good connect, everything will slow down. When you are sick, what can you do? I curse that in the name of Jesus, it is cursed out of your life. It is cursed out of your destiny. It is cursed out of your path. Be released in the name of Jesus. I decree, by the superior blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus, I cleanse every written code written against anybody in the name of Jesus. Any evil code set up for my destiny, any evil number, that is your destiny number among demons. Any sign, that is your sign among demons. Any number, that is your number among demons. Any name, that is your name among demons. Anything that is a representation of my Destiny, your destiny in the camp of riches and wizards. I cast it in the name of Jesus. 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 I cast it, it in the name of Jesus. The courts of affliction say the affliction between my highway and abundance. Cross by fire. Crushed by fire. By fire, are you following? Come see your pastor, say the next dimension, the next dimension. The next, the next dimension. The next dimension. My next dimension is here. My new level. Appear by fire. My new level. My new dimension. Receive me in the name of Jesus. My new dimension. I receive you in the name of Jesus. Connect with me. My new dimension. By the hands of man. Appear by fire. My new dimension. By the hands of angel. Appear by fire, my new dimension By the heart, by the hand of the world Appear by fire, my new dimension By the the hand of my enemies, enemies. appear by fire, appear by fire, appear by fire, appear by fire, appear by 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 fire, my new victory, my next dimension, my new level, my new level in marriage, appear by fire, my new level in ministry, by the hand of men, by the hand of chosen men, of chosen men by fire. My new dimension of prosperity by the hand of God. Up by fire. My next dimension. My new level. What are you waiting for? Receive me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. A new dimension is coming. In Jesus' name. How to break out of affliction. Number one, you see, it takes grace to be sustained. The grace of God is what sustains everybody. So, I want to maneuver your way out of many afflictions programmed against you. Number one. Number one is connect through fasting and prayer. In Isaiah chapter number 58,
0: verse number 8. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? Uh-huh. A day for a man to afflict his soul. A
1: day for a man to afflict his soul. So, fasting is the affliction of the soul. Another time. But Fasting is chosen. Go, eat, go. Then shall thy light break he says, forth. When you fast, listen to this. He said, When you fast, then shall thy light, your light, what? Who break forth. So you have light in you, but it is not breaking forth. Your light, the light of your destiny. Everybody in Christ has light, light that shines you, light that will take your name. It can take your name through a friend, whatever. But then will your light break forth. Uh huh, go
0: then shall thy lights break forth as the morning Uh uh-huh and thine health shall spring forth your health
1: will also spring forth press on
0: and thy righteousness shall go before your
1: righteousness will go before you go
0: the glory of the lord shall be thy reward when you fast you reward you receive a reward of glory
1: anybody in fasting your reward fasting automatically brings you the reward of glory god will reward you with glory for fasting god will reward you for fasting with glory go
0: then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer.
1: You will call, and the Lord will answer. Uh-huh.
0: Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, here I am. Uh-huh. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, uh-huh. the putting forth of the finger, uh-huh. and speaking vanity.
1: If you take away putting forth of the finger, accusing people, talking about people, speaking vanity whilst you're fasting. Hmm. If you take all those things, once you're fasting, desist from all that. Can you do that? You're accusing people. You are talking. You're talking. So- you're fasting. You're insulting persons at your workplace. You are talking. You are mocking after, after pastors. Ah, yet you are in a fast. That's so wrong. You are fasting, but you are angrily criticizing
0: and insulting
1: your church. You are wasting energy. Go.
0: And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry,
1: so if you draw out your soul, that means what you are supposed to eat. If you give it to the hungry, transfer it to those that are poor. In fasting, go.
0: And satisfy the afflicted soul. Uh huh. Then shall thy light rise in obscurity. Your
1: light will rise up out of obscurity. So you see, there
0: are dimensions in fasting.
1: There are fastings that you there are fastings that you fast and you are accusing people. One dimension. It has what it will bring you. Normal fasting where you strain yourself from food, strain yourself from maybe some level of water, that has a reward. Now you grow deeper in the fasting where you get to a realm where you are fasting and your breakfast, your lunch your supper so whenever you end any food you're supposed to eat you give to the poor that one is what causes you to break out of obscurity so there are dimensions in the fasting so there's now you are fasting but he says add giving to the poor to eat give your food to other people you are fasting he says take away vain words. don't let vain words come out of so somebody can fast to a certain level where he fasted took away vain words. But you not get to the dimension of dealing his breakfast, dealing whatever amount he was going to spend on breakfast, dealing money, dealing with the poor or dealing with people who need it. You didn't do that. That keeps you from another dimension. But when you get to this dimension, he said, "Then, say then. then." When God says then, he says then. He said, then shall thy light break out of what obscurity? That means your light will break out of what darkness, affliction trouble people fast and they are so wicked so you want to break out of obscurity add special givings and he has shown you where to put them to that means your darkness will have what light and where there is light can darkness prevail affliction will go fasting and prayer jesus said this kind go away not except by fasting and some 119 verse 50 quickly this is my comfort in my affliction He said, this is my comfort in my affliction. So what will bring you comfort in affliction? He says, for thy word hath quickened me. So his comfort out of affliction was the word. I am in affliction. Something is troubling my ministry. Something is troubling my destiny. Something is troubling my marriage. You stick to the word. Don't close the church. Don't close the business. Don't close it. And don't tag your name to the trouble. So connect to the word of God and meditate on all your covenant rights that denies the power of affliction over you that's what I wrote so if you want to break out of affliction you must be you, you have to go beyond having a Bible beyond reading to the realm of meditating this is the realm where you keep so you have to go through the scriptures find out we have covenant rights the New Testament covenant gives us rights and some of the rights denies the power of affliction to hang over you pick those rights or scriptures that contains your rights Meditate on them and keep saying it. Psalm 109, the same one hundred and nineteen, verse number ninety two, quickly. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in my affliction. Did you get that? BB says, if your law had not been my delight, that means if I had not taken the word of God as my delight, he says, My troubles would have would have put an end to me. That means what prevented him are you getting it from suffering many afflictions was the word are you getting me at all so there are people who fall into trouble because they seek the word and there are people who are in the word constantly escape trouble so this is that person he says because your word is my delight because i've taken delight in your word it is so important to me it is vulnerable i meditate on it i pray through it i fast through it i give through it because of these things that is why trouble cannot end me there's somebody here Trouble cannot end you because of the power of the word in the name of Jesus praise God <laughs> Psalm 119 verse 66 67 same 119 verse 67 he said he said before I was afflicted I went astray when you are not part of a, a church covenant and you go astray affliction will come to you you see being part of a church is being part of a cov- is, is entering into a covenant relationship. Another rain he said before i was afflicted i went astray what caused the affliction being set up astray to go astray means to go wayward to go your own direction you have no leader over you no pastor over you no prophet over you you don't have a prophet you know man of god you james 5 30 says is any among you afflicted let him pray there's a time where you study the bible yes but there's a time where you must keep from the bible to spend time in prayer Because I've read the Bible, it's okay, I won't pray. No. All things work together. That means Bible, prayer, fasting, all things. There's a time word has what it to do. Prayer has what it will bring. Some people pray, 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 pray. No word. You fall. Some people, word, 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 word. No prayer. You get trouble. What is difficult for you to get? You can gain it through what is difficult to release. Seed sowing. Connect by seed sowing. Don't be afraid of it. There are some people There's a mistake you make.
0: Apostle Jacobs bringing grace to you.